Bro, you're gonna make me rage quit on the air. All right, all right. We're, we're coming we're, in hot today. We are coming in today. Coming in. Super oh. hot. So just just before we clicked record on this, um, obviously the 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 world of music, the world of rock and roll, lost to at least most people um, a a pretty a pretty significant person, Taylor Hawkins, the drummer from Foo Fighters. I know three out of the four of us are pretty upset about it. Um, and I want to Will Smith slap John in the face right now. Well, first drama, off, that would never happen because you would get slapped back. Secondly, so drama, so drama, I don't know this guy. Oh, let's do context. Let's do context. What first of all, let's was, start with your opinion that the Foo Fighters, you said the Foo Fighters are completely overrated. <sighs> I think they're overrated. And, and for me, because I'm not into that kind of music, so I don't I don't listen to every one of their albums. The only stuff I know from them is from their first album or first or second album. I just I look the You can clown time all you want. No, I'm not, no I'm not gonna, because I'm not I want to put context time. to it. What Caleb said was he was talking about a comedy bit that he did where he said that this girl latched onto a really a weird band. Silver Sun. And what up. I said was I feel the same way about the Foo Fighters because I don't understand like. So- them so so from, from a logic part. from a logic standpoint let me attack that that aspect of it first drama comparing silver sun pickups who is the the subject of the the joke this girl that i used to work with said that silver sun pickups were her favorite band ever at the time i had heard literally one of their songs and then i made a comedy bit out of it about people from the 60s that probably like heard the first steppenwolf album and were like super fans and then steppenwolf never made anything besides magic carpet ride and born to be wild and then they probably every time a new album came out they were like this is the one this is going to be the one <laughs> like that was the way that that was the way that joke right. that's you're how comparing, foo you're comparing foo fighters to that and foo fighters are grammy winning long time critically acclaimed artists it's not the same yeah. thing at all for it, you for me it is but as a whole as a whole spectrum received globally you can't, you yeah. can't compare foo fighters to so i absolutely just did because to me i can because i did to me i don't know foo fighters i looked at their discography i know i know three of their songs i know well, I've that's, watched that's, on that's absurd that's absurd no, I, I'm, I'm dead serious. The only song I could think of when I think of wow. people, you haven't listened to the radio in 30 years. Like, that's ridiculous. I don't so, listen to the radio, but I just don't listen to the Foo Fighters. I never got it. Like I said, the Oculus had that uh, Horizons thing where they had a whole Foo Fighters concert. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go. Because I, I like Dave Grohl I because I recognize Dave Grohl. So I'm like, I but I oh, recognize God. him. I more recognize Dave Grohl from his roles as like the devil in the Tenacious D movie and like weird, weird shit like that. Like so, their videos way more than I, than I do. Like so obviously, obviously Dave Grohl is the star of the show. When you're talking about Foo for Fighters, sure. anybody right. who's gone, anybody who's gone and watched them live, I've seen him live a couple of times. I've, I've seen him once. They were epic. He was, Taylor uh, Hawkins, big and he's still Taylor Hawkins is a huge part of that show. And that's why, for people that are, I mean, I, I saw him at Lollapalooza this last summer. Taylor Hawkins was like a second frontman, basically. Like you can go back and watch that that video. I shared a video on Facebook. You can find videos of Lollapalooza like crazy. There was like a whole 15, 20 minute period where 
Dave was playing the drums and Taylor Hawkins was singing. He sang uh, Somebody to Love by Queen. And like, I mean, he's yeah, a very charismatic person. You not being a fan, I get it. But my point here is that you can't compare, you can't segue from what I was talking about into, yeah, kind of like Foo Fighters, because it's not the same thing at all. For you, it's not. For me, it is because I'm yeah, telling you, I'm not an idiot, drama. You, 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 are aware, you are aware of the fact that Foo Fighters have been a very critically acclaimed and influential band over Not years. to me. I think they're garbage. I, 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 I think they're it. not very I good. It. I didn't say it in I your think opinion. Overrated. I didn't say in your opinion. I said you're aware of the fact that they are a longtime Grammy winning, critically acclaimed I band. I never knew they won a Grammy. How they all never knew they won a Grammy. Give me a band that had the lyrics. Why would I know that they why would I know the two fighters? Why would I know the two fighters won a Grammy? Before he even had a band. He did it all. I know Dave Grohl from Nirvana. You just I and I get that. But what my point here is you just said that you didn't know that the that the Foo Fighters have won a Grammy. I don't care because I don't care about the music. John, did you know but that you're the aware, you're aware, band, you're aware that the first album, every don't note, care. every every instrument, every lyric, Dave Grohl? Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. How about that? I don't care. How do you not care about that? That's because a it's not the, that That's music to me. I, Nirvana was my I was more the kind of music I like. Right? I understand that. And then and then when he transitioned oh, from Nirvana to Foo Fighters, that's like going from fucking metal to elevator music. It's not. The Foo Fighters elevator music to me compared to Nirvana. The angst and the anger and all that shit that was behind all their Nirvana music, none of that shit is in the Foo Fighters. It's all well, like... Dave Grohl had already started writing those It just doesn't do anything for me. Because he knew that they weren't the same feel as Nirvana. Weird coming from somebody who loves... Exactly. Exactly. I love, I love both bands. I'm not going to pretend that I'm not a Nirvana fan. I was a huge Nirvana fan. I still listen to Nirvana weekly. Foo I Fighters, think... Foo Fighters, probably one of my ten favorite bands ever. And the fact cool. that you're saying this, uh, you know that they won the best metal song a couple years ago, which is absurd. I don't even. It's a great means. song. What song? It's from Wasting Light. Okay, but what's, what's the, the name song? of the song? Uh... Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You can name. You not, can name every song. Three of the Foo Fighter fans here couldn't name the song. I'm just, I just don't know what. I just don't know what song won that. Foo Fighters are overrated. I'm sorry. I'd like to know, Todd, Todd, while you're while you're doing this research, tell me how many Grammys the Foo Fighters have won. Twelve. Twelve. That's a lot. Twelve. It's a lot of Grammys. Awesome. Yeah. You know who else has won Grammys that I don't care about? Beyonce. Yeah, and that's fine. I, but you're but you're aware. My point, John, is that you're aware of the fact that the the Foo Fighters are not. I'm aware that if White Limo, a Friday's restaurant, to Silver Sun, that was of Foo Fighters. It was White Limo. I I couldn't think of it. They won okay. uh, best rock song, best rock album, and then best metal I song. Think we will agree on this one. It's kind of like Lord of the Rings is... with Todd. We're not gonna convince him. No, this you're not. You're not. I I like I said. I watched and, the, I watched him live on the Oculus. I think Dave Grohl is 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 cool. I I like, but just the music I couldn't get in. I just couldn't. Let me say this. Elevator I, music to me. Let me like I've said, like I've said here, drama. I don't want you to. I don't want. I'm not trying to get you to say that you love Foo Fighters music or that right. you even enjoy. I it you're all. acting like they're new. They, what they I want exist. you. What I want you to admit. What I want you to admit is that comparing them, like using my Silver Sun pickups reference as a segue to Foo Fighters. Is totally asinine because I'm just saying that remotely comparable. To me, it is because I don't see 
the fucking big deal about Foo Fighters and why people like them. Just like but Dave you, Matthews. People love many, Dave Matthews. I don't get it. But, I but don't you can, understand it. But if you sat if you sat down right now and just wrote out how many songs that you think you know by Foo Fighters, you'd recognize probably at minimum half a dozen. Minimum. I know how three Foo know? Fighter songs. I know, and I'm saying if I if I played them, you would say, "Oh yeah, I know this song. I know this song." Right, because no. I heard it at a Friday's restaurant while I was walking around. It's like background music. And my point here is, Silver Sun pickups have one song that most people have heard of. No, I understand where you're coming from, but what I'm saying is, using that as a segue is silly. That's my point. You, it's silly to you. A beast. He still played the concert I went to in a broken leg. Yeah, I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying the music is overrated. So anyway, all right, all right. So let's let's just obviously this isn't going anywhere other than anger. <laughs> well, from, I'm not mad. No, I'm I about to get. I mad. like. That's my point. If you want to like them, that's great. But I just me, feel like you're overly exaggerating how Agreed. much you know about. Agree. Like you're I overly think, stating I think you're that you don't to... know things, but you know things. Like that's yeah. what's that's what's frustrating. I don't know. I can yeah. name one Foo Fighter song, and the only reason is because you guys told me what it was because I mentioned the video, and that's that learning to fly. That's the you only know Everlong, you know Monkey Wrench, oh, Wrench. My hero name. Hero, I know that one. Yeah, you know Monkey Wrench. You know if I heard it, probably don't want to be your monkey wrench. Giving to fly. You know that song. Well, they're you know, they're playing. And you say you that's the one I know. That's the one I have right, right now. When you say Foo Fighters to me, that's the that's it. That's the song I think of when okay. I think of Foo Fighters. And I so think anyway, of like, let's, let's I think see. of like hanging out at a, like a, a subway restaurant, and I'm waiting for somebody oh. to make my meatball sub, and I I overhear the the melody version of it. Okay, subject, because I'm legitimately First of all, about to like fucking rage. Firehouse, that's what it is to anyway, me. Anyway, anyway, let's. Subway, let's subs. I think we can. Yeah, I think we can all. We can all agree, drama. Even if you're not a fan, you can you can agree that it's a, a big loss. It's a sad day for for music fans in general when you lose yeah, somebody like all, that. We can all um, say rest in peace, Taylor Hawkins. Yeah, it's it's a sad it's a sad thing. I didn't know who he was. So anyway, let's let's transition what we were. Talking about what our, our aim was to talk about before we dove into this right before we hit record. Um, I think we were going to talk about uh, favorite TV characters. Is that right? Yep. So okay. before we start this, though, TV. we would not be a pop culture. Oh, we got to mention Will Smith. Talk about the slap. The slap heard round. The Oscars. You have to talk. There's no re. There's no reason not to. And I, I know you don't want to waste a lot of time on it, but I'm telling you right now, it's the only thing today. That's all. I had to get out. I had to log out of Facebook early, man. I was getting tired of it. Yeah, dude. It's getting to the point where it's like the memes are pretty awesome. Some of the memes are really great. Some of them yeah. are really annoying, but some of them are really, really great. I oh, know they're all great. That's why I love it. <laughs> they're all absurd. Even the ones making fun of the ones. That are making fun, like uh, Todd. Did you see that uh, Andrew Schultz? Yeah, I sent it to you this morning. At like did you really? Mm. Oh, that was so awesome! <laughs> like I love uh, Andrew Schultz is awesome. He I will a- state the Wait, fact which one, that which one are you talking about? He did a Andrew he Schultz a one show on called rant. Flagrant Two, I think, and he always starts off the show like With talking a about pop culture events and stuff like that, and he roasted him, just roasted him. Rose and awesome. Will and Jada. 
Yeah, it was so, bad. So here's here's my thing with that slap. When I first saw it, I didn't. I wasn't watching the show. I don't really. I mean, it's, it sounds weird to say for four guys that talk about movies all the time. I don't really give a shit about the Oscars, to be honest. Garbage. It's yeah. for the last dude. Yeah, I mean, horrible ratings. And for the last like five years, it's also just getting dumb. It's too, and I'm even pretty left leaning, and I think even they overdo the like pandering to the yeah, liberal crowd, pretty, and I'm pretty liberal, but. I think it's a little bit silly. That slap, however, <laughs> I like when I watched Will Smith walking up there, I was like, somebody, this is either staged or somebody's asleep on the job. Because how did he even, you could tell that in his stride, he was going up there to, to yeah, slap. But it's not like they have a bunch of random people in the audience and they need security guards. This is screened, it's celebrities. Think- expect everybody to relax and be chill. That I don't think Chris thought he was going to think he was going to hit him. I, I really don't Chris think thought he was. I don't think Chris thought he was going to walk up there no. and slap him because they've known each other for 35, 40 yeah. years. Well, you could tell too, just the way he, like this, and this is what I had to say, Drama, when you were like, at first you were saying you thought it was staged, like when I we did. were just messaging. But Chris Rock's reaction is what makes me believe that it's not staged because Chris Rock's not that good of an actor. And him being like, wow, dude, like that's exactly how you would re- respond. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, I said, the slap is what I thought I, when I first watched it. When he hit him, I was like, "Oh, that looked really staged." Looked a little because WWE. The, way, the yeah. way he hit it, and then if you watch the walk, watch Will Smith walk off. He's got his hand on his belt and like he's kind of walking like a pimp would have after he slapped somebody. So I was like, "Oh, it's a bit." It's a bit. And then no, it's the moment that Chris Rock. There's like two seconds where he goes, "Man, I could." And yeah, he, but that's after he, that's he after said, Will Smith starts screaming at him, though. I know, but but you that's about doing a real nasty right there, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, should have yeah. roasted him right there. He, I would have. It's it's that thing Whoa. I sent you, John. I sent John this thing. This dude, this comedian uh, had it spot on. Oh, you he said, said it. Yeah, you said it to all of us. That earpiece, that dude. Yeah, they were like Chris. Don't and that's it. when he said I oughta, and they were like, no, 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 no. And he looked over, yeah. and I know he was thinking, like, dude, I oughta. He, he, yeah. If that's the worst thing Ooh. you think I could say about Jada. Huh. Well, and that's the thing. Like, Will Smith, Will and Jada Smith are such easy fodder right now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because of the last two years of their lives. Right. Where, yeah, everything, all their dirty laundry aired. Yeah, they were already have to go over it all. We know. Everybody knows. What's crazy to me is the people who are like, Chris – was hurting people by alopecia. I'm like, did you know that he did a documentary about women with alopecia? Chris Rock did. Yeah, good uh, hair. So, yeah. So like, yeah. Shut up. You, yeah. You and honestly, I'm being so soft, dude. It's comedians. Honestly, it's anybody, comedy. and that's and that's my point here, Jesse. Yeah, like, I agree. If with this that. was if this was like some politician or some random like talk show host or something Just making a dumb, somebody, a yeah, dumb yeah, comment, yeah. then yeah, there's one. It's one thing to 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 say something like that. But this is Chris Rock. Like, what do you expect him to say? You know what I mean? Like, he is clearly that guy. He's been that guy for 40 years now. We should all be used to seeing him say shit that is at least walking up to the line, if not pressing the envelope a little bit. And, like, I get that Will Smith felt like he needed to protect Jada's honor. I understand that. But it's also – fuck, it's whack, dude. Like, he – that's not the way to do it. You know what I mean? Like, if, if you have a yeah. problem with what Chris Rock said, wait until the cameras aren't on 
and be like, hey, Chris, let's step out into this alley where I'm not going to get roasted by everybody on the internet and I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Well, also, you know what I mean, if it's really to that point, if, if it's really to that point, then take it to that point. Yeah. Don't slap him on national television and then walk back to your seat. The thing everybody right. has a problem with also is he's a hypocrite. He set an opposite standard with the way he they've been airing their dirty laundry with each other and him letting Jada cheat on him with no, can, yeah. no like him not saying anything or complaining about no. it. Well, I mean, they're borderline like, unrelated. It's like, come on. Like, they're, no, they're, the thing that's crazy to me is is most of those jokes are produced and written prior to the show. They even There's even one guy who was online said he works for the Oscar setup. They did that joke in front of that. A good majority of the audience shows up to rehearsals because a good majority there. of them are there. They did that joke and supposedly Will already knew that joke was coming. But she this did. dude... I just think he was laughing, that, dude. He was laughing. I think he was it. laughing at the joke. He was laughing. She got it's kind just, of the eye roll and got disgusted at it, and then that's when he looks like he got mad. Like you know, right? It's yeah. insanity. Yeah. He was laughing, and, and the people who are defending it, like I, like dude, look, I'm telling you right now, I hope everything, every single dollar that the TV companies have, they need to put Ricky Gervais back on the Golden Globes because he don't give two shits. He is gonna roast will like the entire world's gonna roast him now for a, at least a month yeah if not longer i would say i would say in in what i've seen over the last two days it's been 80 20 like yeah. probably 80 80 percent people roasting will smith and 20 percent people being like oh he was right to defend his wife and, and all those people are women uh, no, I've, seen, I've, seen some, most, I've seen some white knights. I've seen some white knights. But most of the people defending Will Smith are are, are desperate forty-year-old women that have no fucking man, you know, and they're you like, know who I'm, "Oh, you know I wish I had a man that treated me like Will Smith and defended me like Will." No, dude. You know who I'm defending in all this right now? I'm defending Jada for not immediately going to the to Twitter and being like, "Oh no, you should." She already went on. She she posted about ten minutes ago. Oh, just now? Oh, yeah. Oh, I have a terrible. Don't read I it. Kept, I kept waiting to see. Oh, then never mind. I'm not defending her anymore. But I was really proud that I spent no. the last like 15 hours not seeing some She posted something on Instagram. All right, never and mind. It's then. like, she's same thing. It's the same thing as Will Smith's cookie cutter. Violence isn't the answer. The devil yeah. made me do it. Like it kind of made, made me wonder if Chris Rock and Will Smith have the no, same no, publicist because they're their their apologies were very similar. This is my biggest issue with all of this. My this is the only thing that I don't like. If Todd didn't like a joke that somebody said down at the comedy club and he walked up there and he slapped the comedian for it, Todd would be in jail. Yeah, and he gets asked thrown out. Well, and this yeah. is this is the, this is where we come into privilege. Yes, he's got a lot of money and a lot of privilege to well, just be they, able to walk up to somebody in the middle of the Oscars and slap the shit out of him. Now, I did see a thing that said that he. It doesn't matter that the like That's it was Chris Rock's decision to not press charges. Yeah, I, do I, I did that too as well. Uh, here's an update, and uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, but he's not the one that gets to decide that. It's the district attorney that decides that that, that that makes that decision. Absolutely, 100%. Just because, mm. yes, absolutely. You can say, you can get, say I hit my wife, okay? And she says, I don't want to press charges. Guess who presses charges? The, the district attorney. Yeah. 
I'm the telling you. The story to the – yeah, I got you. It's got nothing to do with Chris Rock. Chris Rock can say, oh, I don't want to press charges, but it was an assault, public assault. Yeah, and normally Will Very Smith public. would spend a night, a night in jail at least while the DA decided what they're going to do with it. I understand that. I get what you're saying. Privilege, man. He's got but I will, also say, I will also say that, yes, he should have spent a night in jail, but if the DA finds out that the, the victim didn't want to press charges, the DA is going to throw it out. So – it it would be Chris, always happen. It well, and it shouldn't. In he a was, situation, so if it, it's there's ten million people, so everybody in the world's seen it. He's got to learn a lesson. The con look. The that's probably the silliest thing about this that joke. Is like the consequences of Chris telling that joke where he got slapped. Right now, the consequences for Will Smith slapping somebody. Nothing. What consequences? They said the Academy he won the Oscar for Best Actor. He stayed there. He stayed at the place he assaulted somebody at, and then he went and he accepted award hey. for the Best Actor. They don't they can that award it? from him. It's insanity. They're not There is a zero percent chance they strip that award. Yeah, zero. They have to because they no didn't know that he won it because of they pay that they pay that firm. That has the envelope. They have no idea who yeah, won Todd. until that get envelope gets open. No chance, Todd. Dude, I would love it. Love it. There is no. Take it away. Why would they take it away? If you <laughs> think he's the best actor, that's fine. made a mockery of the show. I don't know. It has, well, what it he has did nothing to do with was it. wrong, and he should have went to jail immediately. Now, I will agree. He he should have gone to jail for a night for, for sure. sure. He would have. Somebody would have walked up there and accepted that award for him. Hopefully, Chris they probably Rock. didn't want to take him to jail because they know Jada would have just went and cheated on him with Chris Rock that night. <laughs> no, I'm sure there was a oh! younger, I'm sure there was a young rapper in the crowd. Yeah, there's definitely <laughs> little Nas X was probably there. Probably he one of our kids' friends, <laughs> right? He does look well. He'd rather have Will for sure. I don't know. I just the hypocrisy. For the record, of while, while we're on the subject, little Nas X, I love the dude. I think he's great. I think he's great for the world. I love him. The only reason I like him is that the only reason I like him is because Old Town Road got Nine Inch Nails a Country oh. Music Award. No, listen, I love the it. Reason, the reason that I love him is also because of that song because it tricked so many people. There were so many people, and I don't know about down in Fort Wayne, but up here, oh my God, Billy Ray Cyrus played at like the Calhoun County Fair or something, and there were people screaming Old Town Road like, like white power types just screaming it and then all of a sudden Lil Nas X goes from this country rap guy to the like super gay agenda that he has and it, <laughs> loved it so much all these people that were like the biggest Lil Nas X fans screaming old country or old town road all of a sudden they hear his new stuff and they're like oh wait oh this is the guy that we loved oh no oh, broke back no. mountain music that was my favorite thing in the world Mystified everybody. I love it so much. He did, he had, he had so many people, and I love it. And plus, I like the music. I'm not gonna lie. Like his, all their heads his, exploded, Caleb, simultaneously. His last right. TV was really let's, let's let's go back to this. Uh, oh yeah, favorite TV. I haven't really thought about it. So, well, drama. I I think what, be animated. Yeah, for sure. I think yeah. what originally brought it up was me and drama were talking about The Office and right. Creed. Um, yeah. Creed Creed Bratton, who is great side character, un yeah, unbelievable third tier character. Because if you really think about it, I mean, all of us that watch The Office, I, Jesse, are you an Office guy? Have we talked about this? 
Uh, I've casually seen a few episodes. I haven't watched the whole thing. No, then you're not an Office guy. Yeah, I'm not. Nobody casually watches The Office, sir. Yeah, I'm, actually, watching I'm watching it for like the eighth time. Yeah, I, I think I've seen every episode a minimum of 12 times, and some yeah. of them upwards are like 40. So I'm I like, can probably I'm count them on my guy. fingers into probably 15 episodes. No, I oh. cannot. But I think anybody who watches The Office... I don't like it. Like, I those slipped under the radar, you know? Like, I, don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it did that for me for years, too. So you guys remember Ryan Shaley? Yeah. I remember watching season two of The Office. I didn't watch season one when it was actually on, but I watched those, what is it, six episodes, season one? I watched Hard those, watch. I Well, I watched them with the Shaley's because I watched the first and second episodes of season two with Ryan and Scotty and Emily in their basement. Like we had this whole tradition. And then they, I watched the first season and – it sucked really, but you know, <laughs> like you guys mentioned earlier, the other yeah. but then I watched every, from then on, I watched every episode while it was on. I was like a, a it was appointment viewing for me for pretty much, you know, a 10 year period of my life. Hi Van. Um, hey, hi. <laughs> oh, she's shy now. <laughs> but if you think about it, everybody who watches the office probably thinks that they're like their gym. You know what I mean? Or they're, they're Pam. If they're, they relate themselves to a character automatically. Yeah, yeah. And everybody wishes they were Jim or Pam or maybe some people wish they were Dwight or Michael. All of us are really just Creed and Kevin. Like, like that's I'm really... Definitely Kevin. That's really what it is. We're all just... Like a, chili, right? Yeah, we're all just we're all just Creed and Kevin and probably a little bit of Stanley most of the time. Can we really quick... My I've told John this, but my favorite moment in that show with Creed is during the assault training and he just stands up, screams and then slaps Meredith in the face and then just <laughs> runs out. Yeah. And it's the way he yells. He's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a weird, her. like screech yell. Yeah. He's such a good character, dude. He's, He's got uh, so many. So I, I don't necessarily think Creed is the best character on the office. No, but he's but he's so underrated, and that was what brought me and John to talking about it. Was like maybe I think The Office is the best comedy of all time, the best comedy show of all time. But what I think about is like shows that maybe weren't great shows, but had like one really really strong character. So we're you know just picking I mean? our favorite characters from shows. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's what. I mean, yeah, there are obviously some great characters. I think Jim Halpert. Are, are we doing five? If you want to, I was. I, I think I have four, three or four that I. Oh, we just lost Jesse. He'll be back. Uh, I'm sure it was the little fingers got. You know, <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, go go ahead, drama. You, you want me to go ahead? I got. Yeah, you go first. I, I I'm okay. I'm writing so, two down. So a couple of mine are major characters from shows that were pretty pretty strong shows i i think a lot of people don't love the tv show scrubs but i was always a I really big scrubs. fan i like scrubs i think i think dr cox is he's on my list he's one of the all-time greatest tv characters was, is he the guy that was in platoon yeah yes. Johnson mcginley okay mcginley yeah okay yeah. Yeah. i i i never watched scrubs but i watched outtake or i watched uh I like a YouTube video of all that guy's best moments. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this guy's pretty yeah. awesome. Like, so, whatever so his like, character was, was pretty cool. So probably like, I don't know, seven or eight years ago, there was like a Facebook trend that went around that was like, 
describe yourself in three character, three fictional characters. And Dr. Cox is one of those characters for me. Like his, his really super sarcastic and assholey sense of humor is very much in line with my assholey sense of humor sometimes. Um, but John C. McGinley is just a great actor in general too. And yeah. he really, really crushed that. Yeah. I um, like that guy a lot too. He's he uh, dramatic roles. Like he doesn't get any dramatic roles cause he's so good. Like as deadpan comic. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's done some dramatic roles. He was in like wall street back in the day, but yeah. Um, obviously yeah, office office space as one of the bobs in office space. The yeah, he was. The he was one of the bobs. Um, <laughs> the, Oh, oh my God. I can't believe I haven't mentioned this yet on the podcast, but my boss's name, I swear to God, my boss's name is Michael Bolton. <laughs> and, and no joke. And every time I think about it, I can't help but think about that scene. So many where, well, no, in, in Office Space, when uh, not even the, the opening scene where the. the are you related to Michael right. Bolton? Yeah, but I'm talking about the one where the Bobs are talking to him, and he's like, "Oh, you must be a huge fan." And he's you must like, be a huge fan. Yeah, he's like, "I I celebrate his entire catalog. It's so it's so perfect." And I can't <laughs> help but think about it every time. I, yeah, every yeah. time I think about the fact that my boss's name is Michael Bolton, it fucking cracks me up. Um, get a Scarface. Damn, it feels good to be gangster. And then like the black dude yeah. walks by, and he rolls the window. Oh, <laughs> the same way me and me and Drama were talking about being able to do like a, a snatch podcast. Like I could do a I could do a whole season on office space it's incredible um yeah i love that movie but okay so moving on from dr cox uh ari gold from entourage are we talking strictly tv shows and not movies uh right i was TV talking shows. tv shows yeah tv shows just um, a character from a tv show it doesn't have to be the best tv show in the world but it was a, it was a character you really enjoyed yeah like, you want to top three yeah. top five or just favorite yeah, top five. Yeah. yeah so ari so Danielle started watching Entourage again recently. That show does not really hold up as a whole. Right. Like, <laughs> it's it's just it's it's very it's dated. I mean, yeah. the, it's it's just it's still good. I love Eric Conley's uh, like E. You know, I love I love him. Eric Murphy's a good character too, but. Ari is the star of that show. I mean, Vince, of course, is the real star star, but Ari makes that show. I think Ari Gold might be the best character, period, in the history of television, in my opinion. Yeah, he definitely makes my top five. My favorite scene in the in that show is when he gets back his job. And oh, yeah. He goes the glass, get yeah. the fuck out. <laughs> the fuck out and just yeah oh it's so good uh, and so part of what doesn't really hold up like doesn't there's there's a lot of that stuff wouldn't get made today the shit that he says to lloyd we, he would have people would have not taken that very well if that show was made right now a lot of the gay the gay jokes oh uh, yeah there's a lot of stuff that would and, get canceled yeah and what's and what's super funny is everything i've ever seen from jeremy piven he's not that guy at all like he's he seems like a really good, if not a little weird, but a really good dude. So I don't think that's how he is at all. But people he used to would play come, bad guys in the eighties, though. People would come for him like crazy. I mean, he he played. Was he in PCU? He, he was in PCU. Guy. He was the main guy in PCU. He was one of the the jerks in um. What was that movie with the uh, John Cusack and Demi Moore in the eighties where they in Bobcat oh. Goldthwait they go to that island. 
And then yeah, they I go, that, I can't think of it. That race. He's one of the guys on the boat, the like the jock dude. Yeah, and I cannot think of what it's called. But I know yeah, exactly so, what it's called. Summer, oh, it's, I he can't remember. Also, did you guys watch Very Bad Things? Oh, yeah. Very Bad Things is actually a really good movie. A weird movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah. Very good movie. Very, very good, good dark comedy. Yeah. And Piven killing the hooker on accident. That was <laughs> wild. Um, okay. So, Jesse, you asked about um, if it can be animated. And this one's a newer show. I don't know if you guys watch it, but Big Mouth. I'm yeah, not a fan. Yeah. One, yeah. I think I think Maury, the the hormone monster that's voiced by uh by Nick Kroll, but it sounds a lot like sounds like this. No, he sounds bad. like he sounds like uh the dude that voices Batman. What's his name? Uh in the Lego Batman. Why can't Will Arnett? He sounds oh, like yeah, yeah. He's got the real deep voice. Uh this guy's a prodigy. Like it's that's not bad. <laughs> I know I've I've worked on it, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> But that <laughs> that show that show's hilarious. First of all, with don't watch it around him, your kids. <laughs> what's that? But don't watch it around the kids. No, no, absolutely it's not. Really it, explicit. It's really hard with with those adult animated shows like that too. Having a twelve year old and a nine year old in the house, they really want to try to watch everything. Oh, let's watch the new Jackass. Twelve year old, no, no. Uh, actually, actually, we took her to the theater to watch that. I think the opening scene. The opening scene is just. Wait, no, we went. We did go and see that one without her. We okay. went, we went by ourselves. You're yeah. like making a mistake in the opening we scene. Took, right? She went, yeah, she went to Batman. She went and watched the Batman with us, but not not Jackass. Probably. Um, where was I? Okay, so yeah, yeah, Maury, Maury from Big Mouth, Dan Connor from Roseanne. <laughs> That's a solid pull. Roseanne, the original Roseanne movie was or show was great. It was really great, and Dan yeah. Connor. He's a good dad. Yeah. yeah, John John Goodman. I mean, all everything that John Goodman does, he's batting a thousand for me. I've literally never seen something where I was like, ah, oh, John Goodman sucked in that. But yeah, but Dan Connor is what I always remember him as, and just kind of dad goals to be honest. Like they didn't have shit, and he still was just a strong dad, just a a good character, just a a great character, really. Do you and like then, Righteous Gemstones? Do you, did you watch Righteous Gemstones with uh, so good in it? Yeah, it's that show. I'm I'm waiting. So I watched like four or five episodes of it, and uh-huh. now I'm waiting. I'm waiting yeah. until there's more. Yeah, they've I already signed for the third season. Thing. They just finished get, the second season. I don't want to get Carnival. Did you guys watch Carnival? No. Got canceled after two seasons. Right. It's bullshit. Did you watch uh, Roadies? Is another one that got no, canceled way too early. That bullshit no. stuff like that so i always wait i just always wait now um but yeah final my, my number five and this one i don't did you guys watch the wire you guys wire fans i tried i couldn't really get into it i don't know are you saying omar no not omar omar's a good character but he's not the best character on that show Ooh. okay mcnulty's the best character on that show I, he's, if you were going to say there's a main character of The Wire, McNulty is the main character. The main character of the first season. I mean. Who's the main character of the whole, it it opens with him. The last scene of the, the show ends with him. Like, I get it. He's definitely, I don't think he's the best character on the show. 
Because I love The Wire. I've, I've watched The Wire 15 times over. I think The Wire, I personally think The Wire is the best television show that's ever been on TV. Agreed. I, I've, I've, said that, I've said that a lot of times in my life. It's the most realistic show of all time. Like, it's great. It is the greatest show, in my opinion. It's the but, best written. It's the best written show, and nothing's even close. I feel yeah. like HBO overall has made the most. Oh, HBO slaps, bro. Yeah, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is so much, and their production values are so much yeah. better than most everybody's. Breaking Bad really good. I mean, come on, yeah. like, like Break Breaking Bad's probably my number two as far as the I action. You got Mignotti on your top five characters list, huh? Yeah, and here's the thing. Yeah. I thought about it. I really. I started looking at all those HBO shows that I love, Sopranos, The Wire, Game of Thrones. Like, I'm a big fan of all of them. And there's some Game of Thrones characters that would definitely make the uh, the honorable mention list. Sure, I sure. love I love Jamie Lannister as a character. Like, oh yeah, he's 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 my favorite character from Game of Thrones. He's, he's really his his arc on that show, like best arc on the show. You go you go from really really hating him to loving him. To then it's like that. I don't know what to do with this guy. And then they're like, "Oh yeah, Jamie's all of a sudden now he's like a a lovable villain." Yep. And then the last four episodes, you're like, "Fuck this guy! I am done with this guy." Well, and you're only like, done with him because he's making a bad decision because yeah. of love. Yeah, like, yeah, but he's you know, still you know he's, he's still gonna, the best character on the show. You know he's going to do it the whole time. Like, think yeah. about the very first moment of Jamie Lannister, like really propelling himself to the forefront. The things we do for love and the right. show, and then that's exactly what he does at the end of the fucking show. All right, yeah. Uh, but no, I, I, thought, I thought up and down about about Jamie Lannister versus Tony Soprano versus McNulty, and Those are all Tony, solid. there's some there's some really some parts in in the Sopranos where Tony becomes a very boring character. Sure. You know what I mean, like. Like Jamie, Jamie's arc is really good, and you're up and down with him. Tony, for a little while, you, I, I don't know about everybody else, but I just stopped giving a shit what happened with Tony for yeah. two full seasons of The Sopranos. I was just like, what the, who cares? Show me more of what's going on with other people. I don't give a shit about Tony right now. Right. And McNulty is not that way. Yeah. You feel for McNulty the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, you want it, you want it to work out for him. You know it's not going to. You Dude. want it to work out. When he wrecks his car, he's drunk, and he wrecks his car, and then he goes into the diner, and he meets the girl, and he's like, do I get a scramble? And yeah. then the very next sequence, he's fucking her in her bed, dude. So classic. Classic yeah. McNulty, dude. McNulty is like the ultimate anti-hero slob. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's like, he's he's like, like a, a dude. He's just, he's just, it's just like, you can tell, like, nothing ever went right for this guy. The whole, even like when it whole, did, he laughed about it, and then just immediately bad things right after. Yeah, like the whole, the, his whole life. Not even before he was a cop. You just know this dude just never had anything go his way, and he just barely scraped by and barely scraped by every opportunity that was presented to him. He fucked up. Like he just, yeah. But you love him. You love him for it. I bet you I can name one of Todd's first pulls. Let's hear it. Let's hear yeah. your guess. Brooklyn Nine Nine. There is a character from that show. I, I know. I can't decide who you're gonna pick, though. It's because it, it, I I want to say it's it's uh the main character, Sandberg. But Andy I don't Sandberg. think it is. I think you're gonna nah. Joe Joe Tugalo. No, truly no. What? Who is it then? My favorite character on that show is Holt. Holt. 
Yeah, Captain Holt. Oh, Captain Holt. Yeah, I was gonna say that's Andre Brower. Yeah, he's great. It's it's his it's the deadpanness and how it plays off of all the other characters, and it's so good. And then when he does like show some emotion, like I'm dead serious. My wife will tell you when our dog's dead, I'm getting a corgi just so I can name it Cheddar and call it a basic bitch. Like that episode where they switch the dog out and he looks at it and he's like, wait a minute. You're not Cheddar. You're just some basic bitch. Literally, my gamer, my gamer tag in Call of Duty is Velvet Thunder. Because, dude, when he just like comes up and he's like, no, don't call me Captain. Call me Velvet Thunder. And it's you know, he's from the Wire, face. too, right? He was, oh, yeah. he, was, he was a character on the Wire. Uh, dude, it's it's, it's like Andy Samberg's face when he sees that. He's just like, <gasps> it's so good. I, I, I wrote down a bunch. Because some of them were people that I think other people were going to name. I had Dr. Cox listed, but I'm going to skip over him. I had Ron Swanson. I love Ron. Yeah. I don't Ron think he's my favorite character on, on uh, Parks and Rec. I have, if I think of Game of Thrones, like there's a couple characters I like, but I'm going to. Tyrion, bro. Powers. Kenny Powers was one I wrote down. He's, he's on, he, was, so he was on my good. honorable mention. He was on my honorable mention. He was the only honorable mention I wrote down was Kenny Powers. I, I was trying to not name a lot of the same characters because I wanted to pick either Kenny Powers or Charlie Day from oh, from yeah. Always Sunny. So good. It's Charlie's dude, everything out of Charlie's mouth is just insanity. <laughs> the hardest stupid run, dude. <laughs> Every time you get somebody it in the talks, movie theater. <laughs> the hardest thing about picking a character the hardest thing about picking like Ron Swanson or Charlie Day is those shows are so like ensemble Yeah, you know what I mean like everybody knows the Ron Swanson quotes and stuff but that show there's so much to it I yeah. just was going for like people that I just really enjoyed watching like if I named somebody from Game of Thrones it's my, my favorite person in the show is either the Hound or Tormund. Tormund's face every yeah. time, once he was a key character in the show, yeah, yeah. dude, when the he looks at stuff. that girl, he's like, Yeah, yeah, the, like, yeah. The I we were watching so that good. together. We just looked at each other like, That was great. Like, it's his, and the Hound is everything with, but the Hound, same thing. It's kind of a, ensemble. you have hurt him, you, you know, with, you know, like, just oh yeah, we're losing God. Um, oh yeah, is that is that how you feel? Uh, into the met- what? You've been you robots for a robot. second. Oh, I, I I look fine on mine, so I'm not sure. Will you will you give us your opinion on the Hound again, but do it less like a robot this time? Right. I think the Hound was great, but I think the problem is is that it's like you said with Parks, it's an ensemble thing. You yeah. have to have Arya with them, kind of because they played off of each other. And that's when he got really good when the two of them were together traveling. Yeah. I like think buddies. I think HBO messed up by not doing a, an Arya and the Hound spinoff. Like, like if you would have let him win the fight against the mountain, and then the two of them went off onto their own show, just killing people. Yeah. Um. Man, I am looking forward to the uh, the prequel though. I hate that. I hate Matthew Smith, the guy that from. Doctor Who, 
that's going to be playing a Targaryen in the. the I, I, I'm going to say the I other ones are, are, are Dale Gribble, oh, Dale, and Michael Scott. That's a good one. Those two, they're just so good to me. Michael. I want to pick somebody from The Office, but I like I don't. There's so many characters you could pick. Like you could pick Dwight easily. Well, I think Michael's a character to pick because when he left the show, it wasn't the same. The show was dead. But I don't know. I disagree. I love some of the Robert California stuff. I I agree. But the heart of that show was Michael Scott. When Andy became the key character, like, yeah, that was not that good. Yeah, they were trying way too hard. Now, I I am going to give some honorable mention because I had some written down. Avery Bullock from American Dad. I have an American Dad character on my list. Yeah, Roger. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Roger, Roger's Roger, so great. Roger's my—he's like my one of my all-time favorite TV characters ever. Like he was the first name I wrote down. I didn't even have to think about it. I was you like, who, Roger. You know who Leon? Roger? I had Leon from Curb Your Enthusiasm. I have a Curb Your Enthusiasm character too, but it's Larry David, man. I had him down, but I, I was like, man, that's kind of hard because it's really just him. No, I, I, think I know that's why it's so great. I think I've really only—I bet I haven't seen every episode of that show. Oh, I put Archer oh, down. My wife, loves, my wife loves Archer. Yeah, a bed from Community, but oh yeah, I, Community. I was a big fan of him. Abed's not my Abed's not my favorite character in Community. I'm I'm a big Joel McHale guy. I'm a Jeff Winger fan. I I like that show in Rick. Rick, like Rick and Morty. Rick, Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah. No. I yeah. I love I love, I love it. Rick. I don't like Rick and Morty. I love uh, it. Dude. You don't like Rick and Morty? I love Rick and Rick and doing they're doing too much. Like I know. I love it. They're, the last <laughs> season was a lot. They're just do and I've given it a try. I've given it multiple tries. I just ah, dude, I love it. I just can't. All All right, right, Jesse, fine. Give us your five. Are you done with yours, Todd? Yeah, yeah I'm done. All right. Um, I'm gonna go with two that I've already mentioned, Rick from Rick and Morty, and then Kenny Powers from Eastbound and Down. Of course, you're so good, Jesse. You are you you are like knowledge, beautiful. Jesse, I swear, I swear to God, you are like the prototypical Rick and Morty fan. (laughs) Like when they're when they're writing that show, you are target demographic one (laughs) A. So okay, Kenny Powers, Eastbound and Down, classic. Um, Danny McBride. It's almost flawless. Classic, dude. Um, it's almost flawless. Like that when they go to Mexico, dude. <laughs> the Stevie character in Mexico. Hey Kenny, he shoots him. He's oh my god. Oh, <laughs> Stevie's so yeah, good. <laughs> I always forget oh, about that oh, show. Man. And then like I've gone back and watched it again like, every TV, three years yeah. since it came out. So good, dude. So, I mean, it's just so over the top. And, you know, all the guest spots, Will Ferrell, Craig Robinson on there. It's just Yeah, yeah. Blue Hue. The bluish hue. <laughs> he is a pure machine. It's with the baseball just fucking blast his face. Like, I swear I, to God, every time I see every time I see a Kia, it's impossible for me to not say Kia is a superior machine. Like I, I, I have to say it every time. Dude, with Craig Robinson, the the, the epi- this episode where they go to Myrtle Beach and Craig Robinson and they're driving the motorcycles and he walks into the bathroom and he looks down at the dude's dick and he and then he looks up and he goes, "Tight dick, playa." 
it was the baseball episode and he I thought this he was, was America. I thought this was America. That was the episode where it was like, oh, this dude's like a character on the show. Yeah. <laughs> They're like going in the circle. He's got his pants down and shit. And I like how he's muttering. He's like beating up that guy and he's like muttering, we're the best around. <laughs> yeah, he's singing it to himself. Come yeah. on, Tom. Beat his ass. Yeah. That was yeah, the episode where I was like, oh shit, this classic. dude's a character on the show. So many classic moments from that show. That's a, with him. That's a good list, Jesse. You had a. Yeah. Um, I got one more. Um, I have a lot of comedy guys on my I list. Did too. I, I did too. I did too. I'm gonna do an honorable mention. I don't think he had enough bits to make the list, but I really like uh, Chappelle shows. Tyrone Biggums. That made me laugh so hard. Yes. Every time. It's a little bit of a bit. That's every. That should be. That should be everybody's number one pick. But he's not a. I don't know. I don't think of him as a character on a show, really. Right. It was really hard for me to narrow it down, uh, but I'm going to go with Breaking Bad. I really like Saul Goodman's character for my last character. Is that the, the lawyer? Yeah. yeah. And yeah I, didn't, I never watched the show, so. Odenkirk. I like I like Odenkirk. He's a – I just kind of like his sense of humor. and Yeah. He was a writer for SNL for a long time. Yeah. I didn't know that until yeah. recently. I, I like Breaking Bad and then how they – with Better Call Saul, how they back – did the backstory and did you, so that's another that's another great office cameo too oh, yeah. oh he's like other michael yeah the odd life of timothy green poster yeah. on the wall and the, yeah. yeah when he's I like all right guys know. he's like guys i'm gonna do dylan okay i'm gonna do dylan and then he starts <laughs> singing pam's resume i should probably really watch that show he's like yeah. he goes, he's only he's only on the show for one episode oh the, the yeah, yeah it's just one episode but it's, it's pretty like good minutes. It's like yeah. five minutes and he crushes it. Oh, he's, yeah. he's singing as as Bob Dylan. He's like, but that's just me being Pam. Like just the <laughs> yeah, like Bob you. Dylan Caleb, I thought about Tony Soprano, but I it was kind of like the reasons you mentioned. I kind of could just clip it in. Yeah, yeah. So. There's like a big gap between when Tony's clearly really like the best that. character on the show, yeah. and then at the end he's clearly the best character again. But in the middle, you're just like, what the fuck? I don't care what's going on with Tony right now. I thought about Ozarks as well, but I couldn't really zero in on one character. I like Jason. Show- Character, but uh, so not necessarily. I, I, I would Ruthie. say Ruthie for me. Yeah, she's pretty. Solid. I, yeah, I love. I think Ruthie's the best character on the show, but I think you could like you could start calling the best actor Emmy. Just call it the Jason Bateman Award. Like Todd give that Hayden dude. Bateman. Give that dude the Emmy every year. Todd, you're wrong. First of all, and second, I love it. Jason Bateman is my Foo Fighters. If I was John. I fucking hate him. I love him. I, Jason, a, Bateman, Jason Bateman's I, kind of my Foo Fighters. Like, I like, like him. I'm with Caleb. I'm both fronts. The way that John feels about the Foo Fighters, I feel like Jason Bateman doesn't do anything for me. Why? He's like an ugly, shitty what? version of Paul Rudd to me. What? He's none of those things. I I really like the rest of development. If Jason so Bateman's much. ugly, then what am I, Todd? Well, we're all ugly. Yeah, don't be an asshole. I Jason like Bateman's a handsome guy. development sold me on Bateman because I remember Bateman. I just want to wind you up. Like I, that was the first time I ever saw Jason Bateman. He was in Teen, Teen Wolf, Wolf Two. Teen Wolf Two, yeah, like nineteen eighty nine, probably. And he was in another TV show back then too. And I was just like, uh, whatever. But I started watching Arrested Development, dude. And I watched. I was the person that I watched Arrested Development the first night it when aired, it on, yeah. and I watched every single episode after that because I was yeah. like, oh my god, this is the best show on television. Like I remember, because that '70s show had just come out too, or 
So like that was the two shows I watched at the time. Was like I had to watch. Uh, I think Red show. on that seventy show is one of the best dads. Yeah, yeah, Red. Love him. I had to watch those two shows the week they came out. Like I couldn't like because the rest of development was so far ahead of its time. That's a list like, we need to do. Wasn't he yeah, on a villain in one of those eighties movies, action movies? Uh, Red. TV dad. So what movie was that? I got one. I got a best TV uh, dad on my list actually. Well, so. I'll tell you this before we get to your your top five here, Drama. Uh, Arrested Development. When I was talking earlier about The Wire and Breaking Bad being like the two best written shows, Arrested Development might be oh, right yeah. there with it. As far as comedy writing, because I think The Office, the writing on The Office is really good, but I think that's more the performances and the actors being their characters so much. Arrested Development is ninety five percent writing. Yeah, like the, that show is just written perfectly. Yeah. Almost, David Cross is amazing. Oh my god, Will is amazing. Like yeah. all every character that shows up for even two episodes of that show has is, is impactful. It's a great show. I, I just what remembered you? Red uh, Red Foreman was the da- evil uh, bad guy in RoboCop. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah. He sure yeah. was. Couldn't think yeah, of it. Was. All right, my top five. Here we go. We already talked about two of them. Roger from I, I didn't even that was the first name I wrote down. I didn't even have to think about it. He's my favorite character. Dude, there's an episode. Roger I don't know if you guys American watched Dad. American Dad yeah. from American Dad. Yes. That's a good one. He's Dude, fun. the episode where he has to fake, yeah, where he where he fakes going to a funeral so he can make that red hair wig and him and Francine are dancing. Bro, when <laughs> When she picks him up and drops him, and he's like, "Oh, bitch, you dropped me, you stupid bitch!" <laughs> I can't even, just thinking about it, he's like, "I oh, landed on my keys, you stupid bitch! I can't breathe!" Like, I, I lose it every fucking time. It's so good. Like his character is the ultimate like uh, narcissist. Like, because yeah. it was between him and Cartman, really, for those two types of characters. Yeah, I like well- the South Park character. Because I lo- I've been watching South Park since the day it started, hey, too. I had to pick one as well, yeah. And I didn't take Randy. I, it was between Randy and the other character. And I really think Butters, um, <laughs> I Butters has so many good episodes by himself. He has one this season that's amazing. And then, dude, the, the episode where he becomes a pimp. Butter's bottom bitch. Dude, bottom when he, dude, when he's talking to Wendy across the fucking way, and he's like, "Listen, bitch, why are you giving me these kisses for free, bitch?" And 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 Stan's like, "Dude, you can't talk to my girlfriend like that." And he goes, "Here, Clyde. If Stan does anything, punch him in the face for me." And then he's talking shit to fucking Wendy. Dude, forget it, dude. Butters is fucking. Uh, dude. He's has been producing dude. gold for twenty years. Yeah. My favorite Butters moment is when in the anime right. episode when he gets hit in the oh, face dude, with, with that the, ninja the star, star, and, and they uh, cut when they cut from the animation to just like him standing there like that. <laughs> <laughs> every time, every it's time good, I dude. laugh. It's, it's like, it's so, that whole episode's really great, but that it's moment, great. it's all so serious with like the, right. the hardcore yeah. animation, and then <laughs> and it's he just oh, like, oh, starts screaming. It's so <laughs> good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, Butters is fucking pimp. Butters is then, a good one. That's a good uh, the next character I had was was is Larry David from I looked at when I started watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, I was like I I loved Seinfeld and I after the first season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, I was like I didn't realize 
that Larry David was the Larry David from Seinfeld. And I was like, this is dirty Seinfeld. This, this show is dirty Seinfeld. That's what it is. It's great. And I, I, I just thought that they had replaced Costanza with Larry David. I was like, okay, he's the Costanza character. And I never, not in a world, knew that Larry David's Costanza was based off of Larry David in real life. Like, yeah. I didn't know that. And, dude, some of the things that Larry David says on that show are absolute gold. <laughs> absolute gold. He, him and, and Leon, they have a, a great back and forth. I just, I love it. And comedy-wise, I, I noticed almost all of my guys are comedy guys. Larry David, like I mean, that's the most endearing to me. Like, yeah, yeah. Larry David's like a really, um, I don't know how to phrase it really, but like, there's probably dozens of guys just like Larry David in Hollywood right. that are just like one step away from doing the same shit that he did. Right. You know what I mean? Like these writers that if they really just were willing to get out in front of the camera and really make a go of it, they could probably be. Sure. Super successful. And Larry David was one that was like, ah, yeah, let's do it. And it right. worked out. Another HBO show for you. Yeah. yeah. So it's then not, it's not regular ass TV, it's HBO. Yeah. My um my offshoot character that the only I I every time he comes on screen, I love it. He's not one of the main characters of the show, but if did you guys watch the league? Yeah. Oh yeah. Taco? Rafi. Oh, Rafi. Oh, dude, I didn't even think of Rafi. Yeah, dude. Rafi says some of the greatest lines in cinema. Yeah, I'm going to put this on my, my face right now. Dude, Rafi. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, he's so over the top, dude. It's some memorable stuff. Oh, yeah, here. Yeah, I will I will agree. Like, if I was to make an adjustment, Rafi might be like, I can't even believe that I, like, because then that? we. That's a hot dog? Yeah, it's a pocket dog. You want one? <laughs> I'm going to go put $7 on the Hoobastank into that thing. $7 for the Hoobastank. That was my fantasy football yeah, said, game for a season. When he $7, shits himself, $7 on the Hoobastank. You're like, you can poop on command. He goes, yeah, all you got to do, really one, think about it. Two, release your sphincter. Whoops. Oh, sorry. <laughs> dude, him and Dirty Randy, the episode that's just Dirty Randy when they go oh. to avenge that dude's death. So good, dude. This, and, and then the, the they did another episode in the I think the last season where they they show how Dirty Randy and him met, and like he's like it's just like this regular dude and everything, and then like Dirty Randy pushes a guy off of a off of a tower and it like kills his family, and that's how he becomes Robert, Dirty Randy. Like five or six seasons, right? That was pretty kind yeah. of the show. It's a great show. And then my last one. Hi, bugger. I'll be done here pretty soon. All right. So my uh, then my my very last one, and it's it's one from my childhood. It's Al Bundy. Oh yeah, he almost Al Bundy did. Talk about him too. Yeah, good TV. Oh my god, Al Bundy, a horrible TV dad, really, but a great character. Oh, so good. I I I I love that character. I that was like the first show I remember as a kid. My dad sitting down with us and being like, Hey guys, let's sit down. We would eat dinner and then boom, we would watch Mary with children. Oh, dude. Every time, every time Al Bundy would let loose on some fat lady, my dad would fucking lose it, dude. He loved that shit. Like every time, like that's such a, like a, like a niche audience for Al Bundy. Like there was a lot of people that were like, Oh, Al Bundy's funny. 
but there was only a few people that were like knee slapping relating to Al Bundy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like my old man was one of them. It was he like a, it was a very it was a very tight crowd that that, that he likes Al Bundy more and more. He like, used to, my old man used to walk out four touchdowns in one game, Peg. Like he yeah, just walked out of top of that shit, dude. <laughs> oh, so good. I did want to mention one other thing. My favorite on-screen romance, TV romance, was Andy and April. and April from Parks and Rec. I think it's the most pure on-screen romance that's ever been. It's and really I like realistic. I almost put Andy as one of my favorite characters. That's, but that's I couldn't what I was gonna there. say when Todd said Ron Swanson, I was like, it's hard to think of a Parks and Rec character, but I'd probably go with Andy. Andy. Like gun to my head, I'd probably go with Andy. Yeah, fucking mouse rat was the shit. Like <laughs> that whole thing like when they get married andy's yeah. vows when they get married are some of the great he goes i'm just getting i'm i'm i will fight a bear yeah he's like, i'm getting mad just thinking about it like <laughs> your mom he's like that's so good i think anybody who loves uh hold, hold that thought keep talking chris, on, chris pratt and hasn't really devoted any time to watching parson yeah. will only love chris pratt more because right. he's a great character. I, but... I need to watch both those shows. I know they're both good, but it's like kind of like I don't have. Dude, time Amy Poehler is the main character of. She almost. She was on. She was number seven. Well, I, I mean, loved. Her I know character. it's a good show, but I just this... have never gotten around to watching it. John has seen so this. Cast. Yeah. Like after they, if you can read that. After is the that... cast, you know, like you see the cast of Parks and Rec, they're all they've all all gone on just huge. Success. Is that actually handwritten by him? Yep. No, I had it made oh, for yeah. bath for our bathroom in the basement. Okay. It, where he where he's like, you know, doctor. Sometimes I wipe, and I wipe, and I wipe, and I wipe. There's still something. It's still there. poop. Yeah, it's like I'm wiping a marker or something down there, dude. April's face in that scene. She is trying so hard not to break character. She is like, like she covers her face because probably, she's probably one so of the biggest like disagreements that my wife and I have. She doesn't like Aubrey Plaza. Oof. Oh, and I love Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, I like Aubrey Plaza, dude. Ron, do you know the food that you eat turns to energy? <laughs> Cookie, <laughs> <That's> spaghetti. <laughs> you had me a beef tornado or meat tornado, son. You want to go throw a football out in the start of the parking lot? <laughs> it's like you're reading my mind. <laughs> He's so good, dude. The Andy character is just—he was—it's uh, it's a pure. It's like it's like a, it's like if a golden retriever was an actor, was a person. Yep. Yeah. If Andy Dwyer is if go, a golden retriever was a person. Yeah, because it's just pure, just joy and emotion and yeah. energy. Yeah. All right. So, awesome. are we for the the final question? We got to come up with a, a catchy name for this final question. But Todd, are we doing? Are you just gonna pull something off of the off of your? We were doing the one I the one I showed you guys earlier. Yeah, I don't yeah, even remember what it was last week. Team. We were I doing. I remember being good. Okay. So here, also we're real gonna... fast, Todd. Before uh, before you get into that, I'm gonna show my glass here. I don't know if you guys saw Star Wars. Nice, nice. Yep. So I'm gonna link to Parched Brothers Glassware. They're the ones that made this glass. Yeah. Um, and also. Todd, you got one on the way as soon as it gets off the printer. The the upcoming glass they have is called Fight Night, and it's oh, depicting yeah. the Red Wings and Avalanche. The fight that you we talked about in episode one of brawl. Aggressively Wrong. What's that, Jess? Goaltender brawl. Nice I just rewatched yeah. the highlights from that game because it was just the anniversary. Yep. So they're doing oh. 
Parts Brothers is doing is doing a glass, and both brothers were just not having it. I asked I asked Nate, the guy that uh, that runs Parts Brothers, if he would send one your way, since I know that it was the moment you became a Red Wings fan. Yeah, I can remember sitting there watching it, and I was like, "This is it." This is that. So yeah, I remember that highlight too for sure. uh, Like I said, I'll make sure and link in the comments to Parts Brothers. So everyone, the Hunger Games one. They got a ton of a ton of glasses. What's that? If you if you could pick a three man team. Oh yeah. Two movie characters. Oh my god. One real person. And they're joining you in the Hunger Games. Animated. I'm going first because I don't want anybody to take my picks. Do it. All right, go. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Dutch from uh, Predator. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Terminator Two. Smart. And what? What's the other one? Have one to be real, real person. person. One just real person. Arnold, just pick Arnold Schwarzenegger for consistency's sake. <laughs> one real person. Real person. And we're in the Hunger Games. Yep. Yeah. Damn. It's not all about Braun. Right. That's I, I want somebody. Oh, who's that? The, the guy. The the guy that can survive and all the shit. He always like ties himself up into a tree and hides from fucking Bear Grylls. Is that, yeah, is go that with the him. guy? He had like his show, like where Survivor Man, Les Stroud. Oh, no, that's mine. No. What was it? Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. Yeah, Whatever that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that can help me outdoors. All right, Caleb, you go. All right, my first, my real person is Les Stroud. Jesse tried to ruin it, but yeah. Survivor Man, I'm like the biggest fucking Survivor Man fan you've ever met in your life. I love that guy. He was better than Bear Grylls. I, it was way yeah. better than Bill Grills. Set up his own camera and dump yeah. him back every time. Yeah. You know who will die on that hill, by the way? Tyler Olds. You ever get a chance to talk to Tyler Olds about Les Stroud? Do it. So I'm going Les Stroud. And then for fictional characters, I'm going with – I wanted to go with Katniss Everdeen just for the sake of the comedy of that answer. Like, she's actually won the Hunger Games. So it's kind of a homer pick. But drama stole one of mine. Dutch. Oh, Dutch. Nice. Oh, yeah. Dutch was going to be one of my go-tos. That's why I said smart when you said it. Can we pick mutants? Uh, Yeah. Whoever you want. Um, I picked the Terminator. You can pick mutants. I picked the robot from the future. Who has a conscience, apparently. I'm not going to pick Dutch just because you already did. I'm going to go with Les Stroud, I'm going to go with Deadpool. That was one of mine. Ah, I gotcha, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go first in this. I wanted to go first. because like, I know, it. there's so many that are going to be like shared picks. Oh, man, third one. I was going to go with Dutch, so I won't now. I'll go with... Oh, fuck. Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's a good one. All right, Todd, go. Or Jesse. Jesse, go. All right. um, I'm going to go with my two fictional characters. I'm just going to go real (laughs) cheesy with it. Um, First of all, I'm going to have Magneto because he's, like, the most powerful. You can get out of any metal traps and, like, get out of anything for you. And he can fly with you. And um, I'm going to pick Nightcrawler, too, for his teleportation. get Get out of anything. And then I'm gonna pick Jack Black just for the comic factor. We need someone to make us laugh. You guys are gonna die. Jack Black from Tropic Thunder. 
Yeah, um, I don't even care. Jack Jeff, Black. Jeff Portnoy. Suck on the ball. going to be cracking us up the whole time, and we're not going to have to worry about anything because we can teleport and control metal. Yeah, you won't have to worry about anything until you die. I really tried. I was really trying to steer. I was going to use Les Stroud, but uh, Les Stroud's the most obvious choice in the world. When Drama was like, "Who's that guy that can survive in everything?" I was like, "Bear Grylls." You're talking about Bear Grylls, right? Brandon John out there, Terminator. I don't know who that guy is either. Crumples him. If I didn't do him, I don't know if anybody else has seen him on like social media. There's a dude that like they'll like that lives off the grid, and they'll be like, "Hey man, can you make?" Uh, an oh ash. yeah, that long. He's like, dude. yeah, he's and he'll like, just like grab a stone, yeah. and he's like, and he just like, here we go, and I'm gonna get this tar that I found off of some weird tree that I've never heard of, and he's just like, nope, here's an axe. So he's yeah. Les Stroud and MacGyver combined. I don't, yeah. pretty much. I don't know who that is, but I want you to send me the link to his. his I'll send it to are you. Awesome, I'll, yeah, I'll send him a TikTok. Uh, I tried to stay away from like superheroes because it could just get out of. The, the really you have nothing I, I thought of john wick like if i could have john wick with me like <laughs> that's that's I, smart but you can't I, i'm pretty guns. sure i'm good uh um, guns ooh, what about like I was, superheroes that can control like food and like you'd have to eat right <laughs> Ooh, nah, you just have to win have you just gave me a great idea <laughs> if, if if i need food <laughs> I'm taking like Gandalf. Got yeah. a wizard. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, 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 that whole time that I was like, ooh, trying to and decide, I, and I went with I, I, I would Gandalf. take Gandalf. He's taken a character from his hated movie. Yeah. Jeff, hey, Todd, also, why don't you go with a new Wi Fi router? Jesus. I have gigabyte internet. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I think it's where you're at. Can't tell by watching you. Because well, last week you were in a different part of your basement and it wasn't doing this. You have like was, spot. was it? Oh. All right, well, who's the last guy? Finish this, the pod. I did. Who, wait, you said Gandalf and who? John Wick. I said, uh, Gandalf, John Wick, and uh, the caveman, the oh, okay. Stroud dude from the internet. All right. All right. Well, uh, I guess that's that. Um, like I said. I'll link to Parch Brothers in the uh, in the comments. Check them out. Nolan Ryan Cup with a uh, Nolan Ryan and Robin. Yeah, they got they got all kinds of. I want sports. that. And listen, they made two Buffalo Bills glasses just because people like contacted him about doing collaboration. So if there's a glass that you think would be a cool glass and you think it's they Nolan could Ryan and the and the headlock, Robin it's literally, So great. basically, it, I think his his threshold is like 40 glasses. If he can sell 40 glasses, it's worth it for him to get it. Printed. And I want a Randy Johnson so, uh, exploding bird glass. Well, shit, I guess we should just do random baseball occurrences glass for Jesse. <laughs> right. You want you want you want uh, Jose Canseco's home run off the top of his head to be on there <laughs> yeah, too? Or? That would be awesome. That's pretty awesome too. Uh, but yeah, so j- check out Parch Brothers, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.